everyone and welcome to Babbles with Besties. I'm Maddie and in this podcast series I chat with some of my friends about topics that matter to them and hopefully to you too. Today we're in double trouble because I have not one but two amazing and hilarious besties joining me on the pod today. First, let me welcome back Sash, who you guys may remember from one of my earlier episodes on the ups and downs of long distance relationships. Sash, welcome back to the pod. Hi, thanks for having me again. We are also joined by a first time guest and her partner in crime, Shira Shish. Welcome to the pod. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. I'm so excited to be here. Never been on a podcast before, but I'm semi disappointed I didn't get the cupboard experience and now you've got fancy equipment. Yeah, so we've upgraded, guys. We're actually sitting in my room, not in a cupboard. We've got microphones, not iPhones this time. So we're really leveling up in the world. So, so happy to have you here. Thanks for having me. All right, guys, today we are talking about clubbing drug stories, nightclubs, however you call it in your country. Not that many people around the world listen to this. <laughs> not yet, not yet. But I think wherever you guys are, wherever you're listening from, clubbing is a sweaty rite of passage that every fresh-faced 18-year-old eagerly awaits. So I don't know about you guys, but I have not been clubbing since before COVID. And I'm actually not entirely mad about that. But more on that later. I first wanted to get into some of our wild, funny and embarrassing stories from a memorable night out. In my case, it's a mix of all three, but who wants to go first? You. I reckon <laughs> you hit us off on this okay, one. Okay, I'll start us off. I'll start us off with a story that actually involves all three of us because I think, why not? And we shames me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a little bit embarrassing for you. I feel like embarrassing's my middle name at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Shish, Sash and I were all on holiday in South Africa together. And if you guys have never been, it's literally the best place, best party town. Cape Town is so much fun. I have to agree. Yeah, yeah the I've done worldwide. Is... We've done everywhere, like Gap Year. You've done Europe as well. Done I Europe, haven't done that. Done Australia. Haven't done America, but done the rest. And I think Cape Town wins. Yeah. Yeah. The nightlife there is just, it's unreal. I like, don't know why. Australian like nightlife is kind of dead. It's well, shit. I think Sydney nightlife is dead. Yeah, even I before like, COVID, I think, yeah. as well. Yeah, for sure. Like, with the lockout laws and everything, you couldn't really go out. You had to pick a spot. There was no, like, bouncing between places oh, and exploring new places. Yeah, it was just, like, a big commitment at the beginning of the night. Exactly. Well, anyway, in South Africa, something that's quite different about the clubs there is that they're not, like, boxed in in, like, a little hot box room. It's actually, like, big open-air clubs, which is just, like, amazing. You're outside. You're under the stars. It's a good time. So Shish, <laughs> Sash and I decided to go out on New Year's to this club. What was it called It was again? the Bungalow. Yeah. The but we bungalow. started off with like a mad, oh my a God, mad priest at us. Yeah. Yes, do you remember? Yeah. We, so we were airbnb and do you remember? Oh my God, the crazy lady from next door that like kept knocking and telling no, us no, to no, shut up. Was, Yes, there was a crazy lady. She didn't have the balls to tell us herself to shut up. So she called her little maid to come up every single night and tell us to be quiet. And like on New Year's, like multiple times. Shame. I offered her a shot every time (laughs) to take off the edge. She never accepted though. She didn't. Anyway, so we had pre's. We're feeling buzzed. We're feeling funky. We're feeling fresh. I think... It was, Sasha and I were in another world that night on our Uber there. We were speaking another language to each other. I have videos of us in the Uber and I could not comprehend 
what we said, but we were talking gibberish and fully understanding and conversing with one another. I was oh like, what is going on here? Like, I love that. No, <laughs> it was literally like, <laughs> mixed with my hiccups. With Oh, she had uncontrollable the worst hiccups. hiccups. That's standard. I know I've pushed myself too far. Right? <laughs> I think the hiccups were the sign of like the chaos that was to ensue. Yeah, but you know when like you've drunk hiccups, you know you're most likely going to spew or it's like slim chance you'll make it out. Or you have water to try like, you know, get rid of them. I was chasing it down with like a Smirnoff ice in the Uber (laughs) trying to like stop the hiccups. Why rookie mistakes? (laughs) Honestly. Just chaos. All right. So we arrived at this club and look, we were all feeling fun and frisky. We were all single. I said all. (laughs) Not singling anyone out here. Just we'll wait until later to do that. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, and somehow I don't even know how early on in the night this was. I feel like it was pretty soon after arriving. We had like literally just got into the bounces to let us in. I was wishing them all happy New Year's. She was wishing everyone happy New Year's. (laughs) As you do. As you do. We were waiting because it was taking a while for other people to get in. And we were walking into the club. We hadn't even like... Yeah, so we hadn't even got into like that main proper dancing area. We were just no. like getting through like because I, I needed the, the bathroom. Entrance. This is yes. where this whole thing <laughs> took place. <laughs> okay, so Sash needed the bathroom, and there were some gross little porta potties. Is that what they were? Yeah, they yeah. were porta loos, all like in a big square spiritual circle. <laughs> <laughs> It was not a square. It was definitely it a was square. Not a square. It was like bang, bang, bang. It was a square for sure. That is a semicircle. Okay, I can't believe you guys can picture this so well. I don't remember that. I just remember what happened next. So Shish, Sasha and I were waiting for the bathroom. Me and Shish, I think, are talking about something or other. We turn around and suddenly Sasha's getting with this guy. And I mean, I was like, not getting she, no, she hadn't gone. She was like chatting to him, to him. And we were like, this cannot happen. Okay, so sorry. Sasha was talking to this guy and me and Shish were like, Oh, oh no. no. And we ran at her. It's yeah, like we, that so TikTok. When, oh no. Oh, oh no. no. Oh no, no, no. no. Yeah. No, so the reason we said oh no was like we just knew that if Sush was sober, she would not have been keen. Just not her type. I'm not gonna give any visual descriptors <laughs> of exactly what this guy looked like, but just picture someone who you're not particularly keen interested on. in. Yeah. Just just go with that visual in this in this story, I think. Yeah, and we just ran to her, like down this hill and like pushed her. Just like lightly shoved her out the way. They both took my arm, each of them on one side, and they pulled me off him. But then they let go. They both of them let go. But we were on a hill, so she sort of went like tumbling. I went tumbling down the hill, fell, smashed my knee, boom, full on bloody knee. And on my arms, like fully, like a starfish, flat on the ground on you. Oh my God, you stacked it. I fully stacked it. But the worst part is people there are actually nice. So everyone ran around me to check if I was like breathing and alive. And this little lady took her aside. and No, I literally got up and I was like, none of you ever saw this. Erase this from your brains right this minute. And then put it onto a podcast. (laughs) And then I didn't know what to do because I was obviously walking around with blood like pouring down my knee. And so I went back to the little port station and I was looking at the security guard and I was like, oh my God, what do I do? And her and I went into this cubicle. I mean, it fits like not even one person. And my leg was like up on the sink and she was fully like rubbing my knee and cleaning it. And it was really sweet. That's really nice. Was this all pre-hookup? (laughs) yeah i think i was too drunk to even feel the pain but the next morning i was like oh shit but that was such a fun night like new year's eve when like all those sparklers and everything went off they really go all out in cape didn't you guys share a new year's kiss (laughs) 
Let's catch out the real culprits. <laughs> Look, we were both seeing people in South Africa and we and they weren't at the club. They weren't at the club. We were meeting them afterwards because we had gone to different parties. And I've heard it's bad luck not to get a New Year's kiss exactly. pre-COVID, by the way. But exactly. like we needed to have a, a happy and great romantic. start to great the start year. To the year. And, you, yeah. and you provided the <laughs> What am I talking about? I think I didn't think this podcast through. I think this is just going to be us embarrassing ourselves for 30 minutes. But you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. So do you go clubbing a lot then? Me? Yeah, you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Dancing on the podium probably. Or up by the speakers where it's, if anything, too loud. Are you guys ready for my story? Which you may or may not have been there in the background of the story <laughs> I think I was there okay I'll tell you mine and then I'm keen to hear yours but mine sort of happens in two parts and part one is really boring and uneventful but I need to tell you it for context for part two so I'm going to skim past part one part one it was your regular Saturday night got dressed up waited in the queue got through the bounces got into the club danced to be honest I would not have even remembered this night if it had not been for the following weekend when I actually went back to the same club So part two of the story, the following weekend, I had an 18th for a friend. It was an 18th birthday party at someone's house, but it was kind of low-key and casual. So it was a drinks thing, but it was like heels, jeans, t-shirt vibe, which actually now that I say that sounds really bad together, but everyone, (laughs) like that does not not sound cute. And after we had been hanging out at this person's house for a bit, we were all like, let's go out to a club. Like, why not? Like, it was kind of like a spur of the moment thing. Like, I hadn't really dressed up for clubbing, if you know what I mean. But like, you don't always have to. I once went clubbing and I was in gym gear and they let me into a club. Yeah. That's my dream though. Like a pajama club. A pajama party, like <laughs> on steroids. If any club owners are listening to this, sponsor me. No, I don't even want silky. I want like just flares. Flares, <laughs> oversized tops, like no standards (laughs) that's my secret dream oh my gosh I love that anyway so we get to the club we wait in the queue and there's sort of there's two bouncers at the front and there's two lines that you can get into and all of my friends get into one queue and I'm like haha I'll skip the queue I'll go into the other one little did I know that it was going to be a shitty bouncer in that queue but whatever so I get to the front and he asks for my ID and I give it to him. It's the same ID that I gave the previous weekend. Like I didn't really think there'd be any issue. And he goes, I'm going to need to see a second form of ID. And I didn't have one. I had my credit card, but he was like, no, I need something like a, a visual form of ID, if you know what I mean. And by this point, all my friends had gotten in. They were sort of waiting downstairs in the foyer for me because there was like a hub downstairs. And then you go up to like where the DJ and the dance floor is. And they're all like, Maddie, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, this guy's being a dick. He's like not letting me in. And I was kind of like, oh, is it because I'm like, because of what I'm wearing? And it wasn't like I was wearing sneakers or something. Like I had heels on. I had a little bit of makeup on, but it was very a casual look. So I was like, oh, whatever. Like I tried my luck. This guy's just like not having it. Like he, I was being so nice. He was just not having it. And everyone's like, Maddie, 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 what's going on? I'm like, don't worry. You go up. You have fun. Because I didn't want this guy's birthday to be ruined. He was there. I wanted him to have a nice time. So I was like, okay, whatever. And I get out of the queue. And I call my mom. I live really close to this bar, by the way, five minutes away. So I called my mom to pick me up and I'm like, hey, mom. And she's like, what's going on? Like, why do you want to come home? What's going on? And I'm like, oh, the bouncer won't let me in the club. And she goes, but you're 18. And I'm like, yeah, but he he says I don't have a second form of ID. And my mom, (laughs) my mom, she's like, I'm coming down there right now to tell him that you're 18. You are not missing out on hanging out with your friends. I will not allow it. You have to go in and have a fun night with your friends because you're still young. And she's like going on this rampage. And I'm like, mom, 
mom, it's honestly fine. Like, I'm happy to go home. And she's like, nope, I'm bringing your birth certificate. I'm coming down there. <laughs> Only your mom, I oh, swear to God. Oh, my God. So she arrives. She, I'm like, mom, mom, mom. But she hangs up and I'm like, okay, this is happening. So she <laughs> arrives at the club. I'm standing at the front of the club. There's all these people in the queue. She like pulls over. Probably people you know as well. So it's like extra embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Like definitely I knew people in the queue. Also, I was 18 and there's all these like cool, like at the time, like 23, 24, 25 year olds in the queue. Like I'm the 12 year of the club, if you think about it. Like yeah. 18s are the 12 of the club. And my mom gets out the car and she goes, hey, hey, I'm looking for the bouncer. This is my daughter. I can vouch that she's 18 years old. I know that because she's my daughter. I've got her birth certificate as well. <laughs> Screaming. And that is like, honestly, worlds open up and swallow me. I do not want to oh, be around for that. <laughs> Absolutely mortifying. The entire queue, everyone in the queue turns and looks at me and I'm like oh my god this is embarrassing whose mom tries to get them into a club like <laughs> absolutely not I was like mom let's just go let's just go I'm going home but the real question is did you go clubbing that night no I said no <laughs> let's go home let's get out of here I feel like everyone's judging me I didn't want to go in because then I'd be that chick in the club whose mom like <laughs> whose mom brought her birth certificate like absolutely so you not. fully turned around and went home I was like mom let's just go let's but just after go. all that effort you could have gotten in I know but it was too shameful I just couldn't do it I think it's more shameful to go home <laughs> your mom's come all the way with your birth certificate. You better go boogie. Well, at least you got a fray ride home, so. <laughs> Maddie's dad always picks me up from places. I just want to add this oh in. Oh my God. So funny you say that because my dad has gotten mistaken for an Uber driver like three times. No, he is not. Yes. I remember we were like 18 years old. All these weird stories happen when I'm 18 for some reason. Maybe I've gotten boring <laughs> It's because then. we were out and about then. Yeah, true. Like, like way like, more I think than we 17 are was the prime of my life. Well, at 18th birthdays, my dad would always wait outside in the car. And I remember at one point, a bunch of boys in our year at school, like all piled into my dad's car and was like, hey, like this is where we want to go. And he's like, I'm Maddie's dad. <laughs> and, and this has happened on multiple occasions. So now it's like oh, a personal cherry. My dad will always text me whenever he picks me up from somewhere. He goes, Uber approaching. So it's <laughs> a little bit cute. of a personal That's joke now. Though. Oh my God, I love yeah. that. Yeah, okay, I'll introduce this, but we've all got to go over together. Great. You fucking sad cases. You don't just walk up to a girl in a club and introduce yourself. It's creepy. Clubs are different rules, you dick. Look, you dance over near them, make the eyes, then get them to dance with you. Really? Annoyingly, that does sound right. I'll go next. Okay. This is just like a random story, but I was out with uni friends one night. It was the first night that we'd like actually all hung out together outside of uni. Then it was Halloween. So everyone was sort of like a little bit dressed up and we went to the spa in Surrey Hills. And the spa has like free karaoke rooms, but you need a book in to go to each karaoke room. And we had not booked in at all. We were just like spur of the, the moment. Korean karaoke place on George Street with the sticky floors and no, the peanuts? No, no, no. In Surrey Hills. That like, sounds fun though. Where is yeah. that? <laughs> we'll go, we'll go. Is that the one when you have to go up in a lift? Yes. Yes, I know. The, the, the shaky fear yeah. for your life lift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I want to go. But anyway, so we'd gone to this bar and we couldn't get into a karaoke room. They were all booked out. So we were like, you know what? Let's just go ask these groups of people if we can join them. Because like... It's so chilled. And we walked into this one karaoke room and it was like a whole Brazilian crew. And their music was just like, like beats, like, and we were like standing, dancing with them, trying to sing along. And we were like standing on the table in the middle. 
And they were like all standing around us doing these beats. And it was like we were being indoctrinated into like this little gang. And we like got a bit freaked out. We had to leave. So we went next door and there was this like cute little Chinese family with like their younger kids there. And we started boogieing with them and like. And now you're bonded for life. Bonded for life. I love that. Yeah. And there was this other time Sash and I were again in um, Cape Town for end of year uni break celebrations and um we went out the one night we were just having like a really fun time we were at our favorite club let me just set the scene this is probably our third night out we're underage we're 17 with our little greek licenses and as much as we're like raving about cape town nightlife you have to remember you are in a really dangerous country yeah like Like, really really and especially in the city so yeah this is where the story starts (laughs) the first one you heard us on the beach this is now, you're in a dodgy part of town. Okay. You wouldn't walk 400 meters on the street. You would yeah. get an Uber to go 400 meters down the road. And right. you'd pay for it. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't do care. You, you throw money it. at the issue. Okay. Because honestly, your life is more yeah. important. Of your course. life is more important. And you have these sleazy men in these dark taxis, like going, hey, baby, come here. Like, <laughs> do you <laughs> oh need a God. ride? <laughs> you, like you people stop. offering you drugs on every drugs, street like, corner. Literally, cocaine, weed. Okay. Like, Pills. Dodgy. Dodgy. Yeah. Like, you're not safe here. So, anyway, we always went to this one club. I got the biggest smile on my in face. This dodgy area, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's in a do- it was just such a fun place. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I actually feel like crying <laughs> right now. It's just phenomenal. Anyway, you may continue. <laughs> now that anyway, I've set we, the scene. We've been there for a while. We were just like boogieing. It was like, I think it was like 3 a.m. And I was like, okay, I've had a good night out. I'm ready to go home. And I went to go find Sash and she was like, just like a couple more songs. Like, it's such a vibe. And I was like, all right, we can dance for a few more songs. And then I we go. I feel like that's foreboding in your story. <laughs> like, it was time to go, but you stayed on. Exactly. And then um, Sash, when we were dancing, she like, this group of guys came to dance with us. And she met this one guy and he was just so lovely. And he was like, they just hit it off. Do you know what it you was just kind like, of like with me someone? at my wildest like in love, a man. Like so love my personality. Floor. Yeah. But in a man. Yeah. Okay. I can't describe it. And the two of us together, it was like a lot of energy. It was so much energy. There was so much fun. You could just see. Do you know when you're two people click and you can just see it? You could just see it. He went to go buy her a drink. They went outside. And I was just like. But we were like literally holding hands and skipping. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, but I'm ready to go. That was so energetic. Like being a third week. And I was like, I'm going to be the massive. (laughs) I like, I didn't want to ruin Sasha's night because she just like met someone. She like clicked with so much. When does that happen? Wait, we haven't told you that this guy is six foot three. Yeah. English. English. Tick, tick. Abs. Tick, tick. Tanned. Tick, tick. Nice head of hair, tick. He's like the well-rounder. Oh my god! Plus, he's, he's like me. He's the full package. Full he package. Is the full package. And like but our so banter, much fun. So much fun, and we are so funny together. Yeah. So we're having such a good time. And this probably sounds selfish because Shira obviously had wanted to leave, but I knew she wanted to leave. But I was really happy. You like no, <laughs> like, and I didn't want to be important. a bad friend and be like, let's bounce because like. You don't just click with people like that all the time. No, you 100%. can't cockbox that situation. Exactly. No. So anyway, so, I inform this guy of what is going on. I'm like pointing. I'm like, that is my friend. She wants to go. So we link arms. They like walk morons, around the place and f- try find try and set, set me up with someone. So that she can be entertained so we can be together. <laughs> <laughs> and did you find anyone for well, sure? Like, no, I like, wasn't vibing anybody. They were, trying to, bad mood. You, they were <laughs> trying to introduce me to people and I was like, 
I'm like really tired. It's 3.30 in the morning. I just want to go home. She's in the worst mood, but she's also like laughing because like pissing myself. She's like ready to go, but she's like amused by what's like going on so around her. You're never mad though. That's the thing. Even you being like tired and annoyed would come across as just like friendly and happy to anyone else. <laughs> no, like she was like genuinely laughing because yeah, this was, it was funny. so funny. So it got to a stage where I was like, stop trying to set me up with people. I'm not interested. I'm just going to go and boogie while you guys have fun and chat and get to know each other. And it's 4am in this club now. And I'm telling you there's six people on the dance floor <laughs> and me in the middle by myself, just boogieing so alone. Me and this guy are dancing in the corner, whatever. And suddenly I look up and there is just this body on the dance floor shaking her hips by herself in the middle of the dance floor everyone has gone home because it is literally the morning now it's like rise and shine chickens and she's yeah. sorry i had to <laughs> and i just look and there she is stoically dancing shaking her hips by herself and i just stop what i'm doing and i just burst into hysterical <laughs> laughter i think i'm still drunk off my face at 4am <laughs> Oh, and I was so sick. I had like pleurisy on my lungs, but I was like, <laughs> uh, that's not stopping me. We're still going yeah, out. Yeah, I was like, we're going out. We, we, we're young ones. Yolo. Oh my God. So um, what happened to this guy? Like, oh my God, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a fairy tale ending there? Um, no, I'm actually going to look him up right now. <laughs> they just, it was just so funny and it stuck. So the next time we went out, I think it was like two or three days later, Sash puts on the song. What's it called? Oh my God. So then it became the theme song. Oh my God. I've just found him. His name is <laughs> in my phone. It's Alex Club. <laughs> that doesn't give away anything. No. And his, you just get his personality because you know how on WhatsApp, how it's like available or like busy. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is bad. Like with the little sheep. <laughs> This is his personality. Hold Wait, on. So he's cute and he's got a personality. Oh my god, he's he so, so cute still. He's so cute. Wait, let me see. Oh my god, he's really cute. <laughs> okay, he's not my type, but I know he's your typical type. You can't really see him. I there, see though. the I see the appeal for you. What do you mean he's cute? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're making him out to be like ugly. Admit shit. Nah, he's he was cute. really cute. He was really, he was cute. really good looking. And you, like, have, when you have an English accent, that just elevates you to another level. Yeah, that's true. That you accent know? does make it. Anyway. But anyway, so me dancing by myself, it sort of stuck. It became the theme of our entire trip. Yeah, it's like that Callum Scott song. I'll keep dancing on my and every day every day at least once a day Sasha would play the song and she'd go dedication to shish time and she'd just play the song and I'd burst out laughing and burst out laughing and just tell the story whoever came by about the time I danced alone so she could be with Alex the club guy moral of the story yes after I saw her shaking her hips by herself and after my good laugh I did feel bad so we did leave (laughs) eventually an hour and a half after I decided I didn't want to go but you know it still happened I love that because it just like shows your dedication as the friend the wing woman the non-cock blocker and such Living her best life. Living her best life. I was trying to think of a way that you come off good in this story. <laughs> hey there, welcome to the Okay, I have a question for you guys. I feel like nightclub bathrooms are the place to be. Like they're almost like more iconic than the club themselves. I don't know about you, but I've made so many best friends in the bathroom oh and I find Absolutely. all these so random many. people on my Instagram or like contacts in my phone. But I'm like, what is it about the club bathroom that brings people I think it's just like solidarity. Together? Like you go into the bathroom, someone's always like, should I call my ex? And someone's all these always girls, crying. someone's always crying. And someone's always like, 
all these girls just band together and you're just like it's girl power it's girl power yeah there's always the crier there's always someone who comes up to you that says you look beautiful and it just gives you the confidence everyone they're like wow honey that dress dress. oh my god it's interesting because everyone's so nice in the bathroom like girls give you compliments but then i feel like when girls are on the dance floor they're kind of like mean like not judging judging, everyone it's like the jungle out there (laughs) (laughs) it's the jungle out there and it's the sanctuary in the in the bathroom yes love that i was offered a book of mormon ticket in the bathroom Really? Oh my god, take and that. that I've been like three times. It's my favorite musical. I know, but this was way back when. I felt bad. We didn't know each other. <laughs> True, it was a stranger. Yeah. It was a complete stranger. We met in the line. We got along great. And then we were in the bathroom and she was like, hey, like, do you want to come to the Book of Mormon with me tomorrow? And I was like, I'm too awkward sober <laughs> for this. <laughs> it's like, I'm good right now because I've got like a few drinks in me. But like tomorrow, when we, when we actually meet up and we go to this place. I will not be able to hold a combo <laughs> with you. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like I've shared my life story with way too many strangers that I'll just like regret the next day. The world would be a significantly better place if everyone treated each other like drunk girls treat each other in a women's washroom because this is where true friendship lives. I am so lucky to have you in my life. You're gonna make me cry. No, no, shh, shh. I love you. I love you. You're my best friend. I'm always gonna be here for you. Oh my God. Listen, it was so nice meeting you. Same. Okay, so I've known you girls both for quite a while and I think it's safe to say that I've never seen either of you really wait in a line whatsoever. I feel like you guys have just like the secret sauce for getting in with security or getting in with the bouncers, getting to the front of the line. I even remember this like before we were going clubbing, like me and Shish, we went to Good Life, the under 18s music festival and you got us to the front of the Macklemore concert. You've got to remember, my mom has always taught me you never wait in the line. You push your way through. You wait till someone looks away. You sneak in. That's not the way that you do it. You See, <laughs> I'm the opposite. I'd always be too scared that people were going to get mad. And you're like, no, nope, no, nope, we're shoving through. And I'm just like through. elbows. Like, I want to be at the front. I want to experience the vibe. I don't want to be stuck in the middle. Yeah, and we, we did get to the front. We I mean, did. We did have to get carried over at one point. Yeah, we were getting much, trampled. But, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I just wanted to find out, maybe give our listeners some hot tips. Like, what is it? Is it just confidence or do you have a strategy? I'll tell you because I feel like I started this trend. <laughs> Okay, so basically, I am the world's most socially awkward human being. (laughs) I just want to start by saying that. However, a bit of vodka, a bit of tequila. Liquid courage. You got that like, you know in Harry Potter? Yes, I do love Harry Potter. What's that That, called? It's literally called liquid Liquid luck. Liquid luck. Felix Felicious. Yes. Yeah. That is a little potion. That is Sasha Gold when she has a bit of alcohol there's literally nothing stopping me. Love it. You know that like meme of the little girl with just undies and heels, like any girl can <laughs> conquer the world? Yeah. That is literally my spirit animal. So it started in South Africa with me and the bouncers because I was underaged. So I was like, a smile always gets people somewhere. <laughs> so I was just like, you've got to be super friendly. So I would always be like, hi, how are you? I remember you from the other night. Promise you have never recognized someone. <laughs> but I was like, just going along with it. Just putting, being friendly, and every time from that, then they remembered me, yeah. and they were always like, "Oh my god!" Because you make an effort, you go above and beyond, and everybody else just stands in line and gives them their ID. And I was always like, "Hi, how are you? How's yeah. your night going?" So that started in South Africa of this one guy at Fiction, the place that we were talking about before, yeah. always knowing us, and we would never wait. Never. And then that kind of translated when we were old enough 
to like go out soda in factory Sydney. and whatever. <laughs> and I just did the same thing. I would yeah. always be super friendly and then they knew us. So and once then, like, you know, every time they change security, we'd get like introduced to the new security and they'd be like, these girls, like these are these people, like, they don't cool. wait in line they're or like cool. VIP line or don't pay entrance vibes. <laughs> yeah, we'd always, it'd either be wait, VIP so you, line. Wait, you didn't pay entrance either? Well, if we couldn't skip the line because like there was a new manager or something, we'd wait in line and then wouldn't pay entrance. Wow. Yeah, so we'd always get like a little bit of a perk. <laughs> but it's like just that little bit of kindness as cliche as it yeah. sounds goes a long way right like, okay because i feel like i've tried the kindness approach but it doesn't work i think <laughs> having said that it does depend who's it depends on her. yeah it does depend who the bouncers are and if they like Definitely. want you to be friendly or like if they are friendly themselves yeah because they might think oh like this person thinks they can take advantage of me and pretend to be friendly and then like i also think it's about the way that you do it like if it is a very fake way Mm, it's kind yeah. of obvious they're not stupid people yeah. also remember you're drunk so you're the stupid <laughs> one <laughs> so it's like it's like even if you get an uber like instead of just like getting in you'd be like hi how's your night exactly. how's it being busy it's just like that common courtesy yeah. yeah and i feel like they remember that and so once they see you once or twice and they make that association to you and you being kind or friendly then you sort of get yourself going every time yeah love that so kindness is key kindness is key like, you want to come in, you're going to have to go to the end of the line and wait like everybody else. I'm not going to go to the end of the fucking line. Who the fuck are you? I have just as much of a right to be here. I'm not going anywhere. You're just some roided out freak with a fucking clipboard. You know what? You may have power now, but you're not God. You're a doorman, okay? You're a doorman. 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 Doorman! Okay, so I feel like there was once a time when we could think of nothing else to do on a Saturday night than hit the club with your squad, like pre-drinks, booging, going back to someone's house and then waking up on Sunday for a good breakfast to do it all over again. But I feel like now, I don't know if it's been since COVID or maybe since growing up, but maybe it doesn't have that same like spark to it. I don't know if that's me, but now when I get there, I'm like, oh, I see the lines. I feel like everyone's up in my personal space. Like I'm like, oh, don't touch me. <laughs> I feel like, oh my God, all these drinks are so expensive. I could just make one at home. So I don't know. I haven't been clubbing since before COVID and I'm not 100% sure how I feel. So I wanted to find out from you guys. Do you miss it? Are you indifferent or have your priorities changed? Just to start off speaking about both of us, we were El Loco Wednesdays, Soda Saturdays. Not, uh, what's it called? El Topo. El Topo shit. So that was our standard protocol. Just like you'd get up and you'd go to work and you'd brush your teeth. This was in our week. Wednesdays but this is like when Topo. we were like 18, 18. And that was our life. And I have to say we are not there anymore. No, definitely not. Like, I think it's a bit of a mix. Like, I went clubbing last week. And, like, I had the best time. It was so much fun to be, like, out and boogieing. But also, even at Sasha's 21st, we just had the best time when we were at her house. We had a couple drinks. We were with our closest friends. A lot of drinks. A lot of drinks. (laughs) And we just, like, were literally in her living room, like, dancing our hearts out, singing our hearts out, having the best boogie. And, like, we didn't need to go anywhere. There was no desire to be, like, where are we going to go next? Are we going to go into the city? It wasn't like that. It was just, like, this is the night. This is us having our best time, you know? 
Yeah. yeah. So like sometimes I feel like I definitely want to go out and have a boogie and have a dance and, and be like out and about and exactly and meet new people. But I feel like it's more of a bar thing now than like a club thing as much. Mm, yeah. I've always preferred house parties to clubbing for some reason. I'm not sure why. I feel like the music's always better. Like I know we have our soda, soda factory little shout out to you. <laughs> it's like the biggest shout out. Yeah, they we have. Love a, we love their music. It's like we don't 90s. Wait in your lines. Yeah. <laughs> That too, but 90s, early 2000s, songs with words. Oh my God. Songs yeah, with songs words. with words. It's Whereas, life changing. Yeah, where I go to a techno place, I'm honestly like, take me out of here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, won't last I can't just bounce minutes. to a beat. Like, I just can't. That's nah. not. You want to sing along? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I feel like sometimes, like, house parties are more of a vibe because you know everyone there. You're sort of in this safe space. You don't have, like, randoms coming up and, like, touching you, and it's not, like, all so chaotic sleazy. and yeah. sleazy. I don't know. But in saying that, I do love dancing and I do love going for a club. But I don't know. I feel like it's almost it's I just feel like it's not the same. And I feel like I have found other ways that I can like hang out with my friends that are just as fun. But also like (laughs) post COVID, we try to go out the one night, all three of us like post COVID. And like they literally said to us, the line is an hour and a half. Like you have to wait an hour and a half to get into this club. Yeah. And they were kicking people back behind us. They were like, guys, go home or go somewhere else first and come back in an hour or two hours because you're not going to get in. And like to spend majority of your night waiting in line. Or the pressure to get somewhere by 9.30 so you can get in. Yeah, Yeah, without having to wait in the line. And think about how we were all at me. Do you remember how we were dancing around in my living room yet again? (laughs) Shout out to my living room. That was so much fun. So much fun. We were having the best time and then we literally got there and we were like... The night died. The The night night literally died. And everyone went home in the worst mood. Do you remember? Everyone was just like pissed off. Miserable, miserable. Like we're trying to find another place, walking around, feet getting sore, out in the cold. So many lines. Everyone else stopped like six or seven places, and they were all like, "Yeah, you're not gonna get in tonight. Like we're at capacity. It's not gonna happen." And the fact that at eleven o'clock in the city on a Saturday night, you're at capacity and you're not gonna get in. Like, that's not enjoyable either. Does this make us old women that we're complaining about this kind of thing now? (laughs) Definitely not. Like, we still do enjoy going out. It might just not be like, we want to go out every Saturday night or twice a week. More just like once a month. I'm excited and I feel relaxed and I'm ready to party with the best of them. Well, on that note, guys, it looks like we've come to the end of the episode. Shish and Sash, thank you so much for being on the pod with me today. It's been so fun having two people on and just having a giggle. and <laughs> Double trouble. Double trouble, <laughs> as I said, reminiscing about some really fun, crazy, embarrassing times. So, yeah, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. Thanks so much for listening to Babbles with Besties. Please subscribe. And if you haven't already, please give me a five-star review. I'll be so appreciative. I'll be back babbling in your ears with another bestie or two next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.